Do you have a story that can inspire others? Do you know someone who does? Do you have a life journey that others can relate to? Maybe you've conquered a personal, professional, or physical obstacle. No story is too big or too small. Others want to be inspired by you. The Taryn Lamp Show. Each episode, we will talk to everyday people just like you with amazing stories. Everyone has a story to share. This show is about positivity and love. Listen and learn from these individual journeys. I am your host, Taryn Lamp, and this is The Taryn Lamp Show. Hello everyone, how are you? How are you? This is The Taryn Lamp Show, season eight, episode number 14. So this is season eight, episode number 14. Thank you so much for joining me today. I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. We are here, you know, I used to say every, um, hey Mary Ann, hey, love to see you. Uh, we're here, we, I used to say every, hold on just a second, hold on two seconds, I'll be right back. But now I'm just doing pop-up shows because, you know, I'm over here living my life, living my life, living my life. But this is the Taryn Lamb Show again, season eight, episode 14. Thank you so much for joining me today. Make sure you're liking, following, sharing, subscribing. The show is on YouTube at I am Taryn Lamp. And the show is on Apple Podcasts at The Taryn Lamp Show. So make sure you're doing uh, all those channels, following us on all those channels. We've got some great stories. This show is about positivity and love. Of course, most of you, if you've been watching for a while, know I started this show just to share stories. And we've been going for, goodness, like three years. And like I said, season eight, episode 14. And it's all about just sharing the positivity and sharing the love and sharing stories. And today it's about music, 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 music. So I'm gonna try something. I, I'm gonna get like three guests on. So usually we just have one, but today we have three guests and I'm gonna try to get them on all at once. So bear with me as I bring everybody in. Thanks, Marianne. Thanks, Lynn. Everybody for watching. Make sure you're liking, following, sharing, and subscribing. The Taryn Lamp Show, and I am Taryn Lamp. Okay, so let's see. And let's see. Felicia. Hello, hello. Hello, beautiful. Hi. Let me see if I can get the other gentleman here in. Okay. Let me back up a little bit. Let's see if I can get Mr. True and Mr. Vince on with Miss Felicia. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining. This is the Taryn Lamb Show, Season 8, Episode 14. True. Hello, Delilah. Um, True and Vince. I requested you guys in, so did that work? Let's see. You guys can type 
up in the comments. Are you getting the request? And if not, if you're not getting the request, go ahead and request to be in here. You can just hit invite. And if not, it'll be Felicia and I. We'll just talk about it all. Are you guys, type in the comments if you're getting the request, because I've hit request. So do you guys see invite to join? I'm hitting invite to join. Do you guys see it? Do you, Vince, do you have the latest version of Instagram and is your profile public? True, I think your profile should be public. So are you not getting it? Because I'm hitting invite. Tell them to um, hit, because I requested to So join. try to, um, Try to hit be in Taryn Lamp's video or live. Let me try to hit that. See if that works. There should be at the bottom of your screen a little camera and a plus sign. And if not, we'll keep trying. Don't worry. Or the hey, Katrina. Hey, hey Katrina. <laughs> So let me see. Let's see who did that. Okay. Vince. All right. Let's get Vince in here. Let's see if it works. I, I'm hitting it except. So now we're, uh, let's see. We're going to figure this out, guys. Don't worry. Because normally I just have one person. All right. There's We got Drew. Ken. We got Ken. Yeah. So Let's see if we can get Mr. Vince on here. We are getting it, guys. We are getting it. Vince keeps coming up and I, oh, wait, wait, Vince. I keep saying accept. Vince, your profile is public, right? Let's see if it says, if it's going to say it. I cannot get Vince on, but we are going to keep trying, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to keep trying. Vince! Hello. Good Woo! evening. Good evening. We are all on Touchdown. here. Touchdown. Touchdown. Look at God. All righty. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. So we, hello everyone. This is the Taryn Lamb Show, season eight, episode number 14. And we have 16 Bars Productions on the line and ready to go. So thank you so much for joining us. They've got a special event coming up, so I'm gonna let them share everything with you. But right now, I just kinda wanna, kinda wanna level set with everybody. Ladies first, so I wanna start with Miss Felicia. And if you could share with us, Felicia, your role with 16 Bars Productions and kind of tell us a little bit about it. Tell us how you got the name. Tell us how we got here today. All right. Thank, thank you for having us. Um, 16 Bars Productions is uh, a group that is, um, what word am I thinking of? I had a brain fart. It's, it's, it consists of okay. Ken, Drew Howard, and Vince black smith 
So we're the core of the group. And what we do is we'll bring in other uh, guest artists who want to come and perform with us or um, work with whatever project that we're working on. So the way this came about, let me just back it up a little bit. Uh, back in the early 2000s, I started working with Ken uh, under Paper Mill Entertainment. And uh, what my role with him was to sort of just promote, uh, maybe manage a little bit, just uh, help me quench that, that thirst for and my love for entertainment and music and all that type of stuff. I have zero talent as far as singing or rapping or anything like that, but I always like um, behind the scenes working and doing that type of stuff. That's where I think I'm more impactful. So Ken and I began working early 2000s um, with his uh, solo career. And, you know, we kept in touch over the years. So um, along the way, I met Vince. Vince and I actually worked together. And uh, back in July, when we were at The View for their ribbon cutting, you were there. Uh, Ken and I, I don't even remember what happened. It was sort of like cosmic. We just started talking, talking, and the next thing you know, we're doing a 50th anniversary of hip-hop performance, and we have just been going full steam. And when we talked about this, I was like, you got to get Vince, you got to get Vince, and, you know, a couple other people. And here we are. We're ready to um, tear up the view next week. It's going to be, <laughs> it, be good. It really is going to be a great show. Well, I know you guys are totally excited about it. I know everyone's excited about it. Vince, why don't you give us a little bit about maybe about what you guys, you know, have learned through this process, right? Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've learned through the process, process of getting together 16 Bars Productions, getting together the production itself, and then we'll um, move on to True for some other things. But why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've learned or maybe something that's been surprising to you uh, um, through, this, through this entire process? Yeah, I would just say, um, I, I just think we did a great job of working through a lot of challenges that we had. Um, first off, um, we had to come up with an awesome song selection. So uh, we put our heads together to, to, you know, to vet out a lot of songs from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. So we're very confident with the songs we have. Um, then, you know, we had to get the team together. Um, I know we all been committed to it since we're like, you know, the board members, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we had different pieces we were trying to work out and work in. And we finally got that team assembled. Um, then we started doing... Um, rehearsals and things of that nature and just getting everybody on board but <clears throat> i think and even you know about it because uh you know me and true was over uh and you're a humble humble abode and we were rehearsing and i know sometimes we would be discussing the venue issues we had so um when i let true and those guys give shots out to some of the people that help us get into the view because there were um a lot of challenges with that and i know uh, me and view, uh, me and True that's committed to just make it happen and, and Felicia as well. But I know we were just like wherever we we need to, to get it done at, we get it done. And the view was the first option, and so we're very blessed and fortunate to be able to do that. And uh, it's gonna be a great show. We've already went there, pretty much staged everything how we want um, and everything. And they've been working with us very well. But there was some uh, rocky points, you know. There were some some lows, but now we're riding through the highs. And so it's just going to be a great show. And uh, we want everyone to come out. They won't be disappointed. They will 
not be. So Vince, you know what? I should have asked you this before I asked you that question. I should have asked you because I don't know the answer to this. Tell me, tell me about your start in music. Oh, well, you know, I've, um, you know, uh, I've been rapping forever. You know, I was like, even as a young guy, like battling on the corners with, you know, older guys. I've done shows, um, you know, I'd say my first show I did was uh, like eighth grade or something. Uh, that was at like Mr. G's on the South Side. I don't think it's there anymore, but I did a show there. And then just from high school, getting with some guys, getting the group. And eventually we formed this group called Black Plague which was uh, well-known throughout, you know, Chicagoland area, you know, Maywood and everything. And we had a host of talented guys, and we did shows everywhere. And, you know, so um, I've been doing a lot of rap. Then I had my own solo career uh, for Vince Black, where I dropped a few albums and had some performances, had some radio play and things like that. So um, I just like to say that when I look at, Think about Black Plague, you know, it's one of the best groups that never made it. So, but you know, I guess if you look at it in context of what making it is, we we did have a great ride, and uh, we had a lot of success. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I had a lot of experience performing and things like that. So, and I was talking to True about it, telling them like from, you know, creating the music as far as um, writing it, and then you got the recording process, um, and you know, I actually know how to engineer as well too. So you got a lot of different um you know what i'm saying uh, aspects of the music but my favorite is performing okay. and that's what we're gonna do we're gonna put a show on for you i'll tell you you know we're gonna love it for sure so let me say hello to if any of these people uh dex millions am i saying that right i hope um tommy guns it looks like angie k33 uh abk of trey deuce am i saying that right yeah that's one of my, my people tree deuce oh. yeah that's my people oh. in atlanta he's from gary but that's one of my guys i see my cousin my older speech that's my cousin damo on there yeah so these people are showing up here with some of them, my people up here so he yeah. says famo and yo with three o's yeah. not just yo but maybe it's yeah. yo you gotta put that yo. emphasis yo I like, yo we in the building we in okay. the building <laughs> Um, so I hope all you guys that are on can make it. We're going to, um, I did post on my story, the, the promo for the show. So it has the date and time. We're going to get to that, but the, it does have the date and the time and the venue on there. It's November 13th. And like they've already said at the view. So we'll, we'll say more about that. Um, we're not going to get off here without everybody saying, you know, where it's going to be and when it's going to be. So true we're gonna go to you let's see what um what can i ask you so maybe what do you think so far has been the most difficult part of the process the part that you know you kind of hate to love or love to hate what's been the most difficult part of this process getting started yeah i think black touched on that i mean we had like a couple challenges up front of just um, trying to get the roster together initially and then, you know, just trying to secure the venue. But, um, you know, we had several different options that, that fell through initially and, uh, you know, through God's grace and, and to help us, like some very important people like uh, like CB, Chris Brown was influential, uh, our friend uh, Greg Buchanan and Corey Foster and, uh, and the homeboy Hoop. They really helped us to connect the dots to get in front of the right people to uh you know allow us to present what we have to uh to folks and i think the challenge was 
uh, so Vince, myself, uh, Reese Mack, some of the other artists, uh, KK and uh, Sweet Juices, you know, we're actually recording our artists. You know, we have background, we've, we've released our own material, um, but the scene it pretty much is like karaoke now. So it's trying to convince people, well, not karaoke what we're doing it's it's different you know and it's, it's different levels to it so i think trying to sell our product to some of these venues i think they didn't really get it right away okay um and i think that was just a hurdle but i i think everything's gonna be fine uh moving forward because you know like i always say we can show you better than we can tell you and i, I think after monday a lot of questions are going to be answered and um I think we'll be, you know, we'll be smooth sailing. But let me double back on uh, one of the questions uh, you asked. I just want to piggyback on something that Felicia said, you know, how we came about with uh, with this whole event. Um, when we were actually at the view, I think Felicia was explaining to me how her mother was turning 90 years old this year. And like her idea was to throw a 90s birthday party like for her mom. And we were just sitting there brainstorming. I was like, dang, you know what would be sweet if we kind of put together like an old school hip hop show to kind of go with it. And then it, it just grew from there, you know, and everything else that she said, it just came to fruition. You know, we talked about bringing on Vince and uh, it's hard to bring on Vince if you don't bring on his partner in crime, Superman, and some of the other people. And then we knew we needed a girl. So it was just like, okay, who do we know? And uh, then the process sort of just, uh, it blossomed you know, from that point. So let me say hi to Emily. Let me say hi to Shay. Let me say hi to Marley. Troy D. Truth, 392. Hello, Troy D. Truth. Um, hello, hello. Did, so let me, okay, so did any of that, did any of that surprise you guys? And do you think that, you know, cause I'm thinking like, okay, venue. And then like you said, you've said, oh, it's not karaoke. It's, it's something different. You know, we're, um, well, I say you guys are, let's say, of the generation where, you know, you know you can do the live stuff, right? And you know you can do the real stuff. So did it surprise you that now this has kind of evolved into people saying, you have to convince people that it's not karaoke? You know, because I'm thinking to myself, like, did that surprise you? Or is that something you were expecting? I'm just curious because, you know, nowadays everything is so fast and, Everybody wants it right now, and you just get up there, and everybody's, you know, everybody's this. So, did that surprise you at all? I think, or is it just something it, you deal with? It wasn't that difficult to convince people that this was not karaoke because our initial plan we were going to have a live band, so that okay. kind of takes away the karaoke vibe. Um, I, in in my dealings, there was only one instance where it was actually presented like, yeah, it's going to be sixteen bars karaoke. This and I shut that down immediately because um, these guys are artists. I mean, I've seen them rehearse. I've worked with Ken in the past. I've seen a little bit of Vince prior to this. And the, my first thing was, these are they're, they're artists. Mm -hmm. This is not karaoke. And I went back to them because we have a group chat. And I said, you know, they try to present you guys as karaoke. And no, 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 no. I wasn't having that because these guys, Sweet Juices, Reese, um, K Kilo, these are artists. And the rehearsal that we just had this past Sunday, looking at uh, Reese and his daughter, his daughter is an artist. And I think it's so beautiful how he gets to 
um, have that experience of developing music and developing her, you know, in that daddy-daughter role, you know, her talent is amazing. So no karaoke tags are being allowed here. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, they are not. Mm -hmm. That's good. I mean, I, that's good. I just, I just wondered when you guys were, when uh, Chu was saying it, you know, did it surprise you? Because I was thinking, hmm, it's interesting. What Do you guys have anything to add to that? Or do you guys have anything maybe that, you know, you're just totally, like, of course, you're looking forward to performing, but is there anything else you're looking forward to, like, for the show or anything else you can share with people? You know, don't give us all the secrets. But give us something that, Felicia, as soon as I said it, she's smiling. So she's got something on her mind that she's looking forward to. Uh, Felicia, for the, either the performance or just, just you know, keep it I'm going. Excited. I'm excited about after the show, okay. to be honest. That's what I was thinking about today. That's what I'm excited about because I know the phones are going to be blowing up. I know they are. Okay. Gentlemen? Well, I wouldn't say surprise. Um, I think, you know, and this you know, can attest to this too. I think one of the main things we really wanted to to accomplish in pulling off this show is, you know, what we have to keep in mind, these are our heroes that we're getting up on stage and homage to. So we try to embody like the personality of the artists in the songs that we're that we're presenting. And and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way to the artists that we're doing their songs in, in no, no way possible, but I've become more of a fan of the artists that I'm working with. Vince, K Kilo, Reese Mac Juices, because, you know, the energy and just the amount of preparation and the way that we're delivering is just throughout the rehearsals. I mean, I'm sitting back like as a fan, like watching them through, and this is just rehearsal and just, I'm like, wow, this is really, you know, coming together nice. And I mean, I maybe I wish I could enjoy it like as a fan, but since I'm like right there in the driver's seat, you know, I uh, I only get to see it as a fan during the rehearsal. So, I mean, I, I second what Felicia says. I'm really looking forward to delivering this performance Monday night and uh, seeing where the future holds up. But yeah, the, the surprise has been, I mean, I was fans of these people, of these other artists too, Vince and everyone else. But I'm a much bigger fan now than I was three months ago, and um, and that's saying a lot. Yeah. I, so, I, I, oh, go sorry. ahead, Vince. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say like surprise. I wouldn't say that because even if someone um, you know, had it misconstrued as far as what we're gonna do, it had it confused with karaoke. I mean, that's cool. Just come out and you're gonna see, you know, what it what we're trying to do. So I, I didn't really put a lot on that. And um, just like um, True said, you know, um, we just, you know, I, I said we're blessed to have this talented cast, you know, working together because um, even the first selections we had, I think it would have been great too. But now we have an, uh, other other individuals that came on and they got a lot of passion for it. And uh, man, it's just been a wonderful experience, you know what I'm saying, just working with, you know, the other artists. And we got to mention too that, okay, we first were going with bands. We were actually looking at about, two to three different bands and then um you know I, I believe it was Reese and say oh you know what let's try DJ you know what I'm saying so we gotta get shout out to E. Jilla you know what I'm saying we got my man E. Jilla on and uh you know with the rehearsals man he's doing some amazing stuff you know what I'm saying with some of the drops and some of the stuff just really spicing up the show taking it to another level so um yeah man it's just gonna be you know a great great show and um yeah I just I look forward to the whole thing the, the culmination of it everything you know um 
I, I sent out my my um you know my I, I call it my campaign you know what I'm saying my blast my text blast all that stuff post up and I got a lot of people talking about coming out you know a lot of my people so um you know I was even today on the phone with people talking about coming out so it's gonna be a grown and sexy event you know very safe I just want everybody to know that you know um just so they know and um man it's gonna be a wonderful experience I think it's gonna be one of the things that you know we're gonna record it. You'll see it, but if you don't see it live, I don't, I don't think you're gonna get the whole essence of it, you know. So that was the that was the question that uh, as TJ asked, will it be live streamed? So I think you said it's gonna be recorded, right? Yeah, it'll be recorded. I mean, we could probably have somebody go on live and do something. I don't think we had thought about that part. That's that's another option too, um, you know, for the individuals that want to do that. But I know um, the main record that we got set up is you know a actual recording that we're going to have and have edited and things like that and have you know put up on you know social media youtube what have you um but yeah that, that's a that's a good idea we may you know see how we want to work that um and i would imagine people there are going to be recording and going live and doing different stuff as well right. so were you going to say something uh felicia or true no well before before we, um, I don't know how long we're going to talk today, oh, but we got time. All right. Yeah. I just wanted to mention, and I'll mention it again at the end. We have a, a sponsor who um, stuck with us from the beginning when we had a couple, you know, start and stops. We had a sponsor who has been riding with us pretty much from the beginning. I want to give a shout out to David Scott from Vertical Dispensary. He, um, without, I didn't, I didn't have to do much convincing. And he heard what we were doing. He thought it was a, a great idea. And he is um, one of our sponsors. So shout out to the sponsors. Definitely. And TJ is saying he will definitely support and definitely include on his social media. Hello to The Real Memphis, BJ The Great, and Jordan Ernst. I hope I'm saying that right. 97. Yeah. Let's see who else. Oh. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead, True. No, I'm saying that's Jordan from uh from Orland Park, Nick's uh brother. Oh, hi. what's up, Jordan? Hello, 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 So we've got grown and sexy. We are coming. We are grown and we are sexy. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So, um, True. Anything else that you can think of that I one thing you said that I liked is that you're you're a fan, right? Um, so, and I, know, I obviously, I know you, obviously. So with you guys, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, you just being a fan of music, right? Like, I think that most of you have said that you're, you've been a fan of music for a long time, maybe a little bit about, you know, where that came from, what, what got you to even beginning to be a fan. And then this may take, then we have about 15 more minutes. So this next question may take the whole 15 minutes because I feel like it's going to be a debate. Um, and if you are in the chat and you want to answer this question as well, please let us know about you being a fan of music. Tell us a little bit about you being a fan. And then who is your favorite rapper of all time and why? All right. Well, uh, well I think, you know, a lot of us, you know, you grew up in the in the seventies or like the eighties, I guess even before then, you know, music pretty much raised us. You know, our parents played music when they were cleaning up. Um, you know, music just filled the house all, you know, most of the time. 
And uh, my older brother, my older brother was a DJ. And uh, I remember when he got his record collection. And um, I remember, I remember him playing like Rapper's Delight and like, you know, a few of them other records, early records on like Sugar Hill Records when, when rap was kind of new. And I'm like, okay, yo, you know, this is, uh, this is different. And uh, I have some, uh, some of my relatives out of Detroit. They were in like a singing group. And I remember one time I was at one of their shows. I might've been five or six. I, I was too young to be there, but I, I was there anyway, because my parents were there. And uh, one of my other cousins kind of got up on stage and did a rhyme with them. You know, it was like a, it was planned, but they played it off like it was impromptu. And like, even though I've been learning or listening to raps on the record, but like actually seeing it live, I'm like, okay, that's, that's what I want to do. And I think, you know, from that moment on, it was like, okay, let me try to put the pen to paper and see what I can create on my own. And, uh, you know, you just grow to love it. And, uh, you know, music gets us through, it's recession proof. It gets us through our good times. It gets us through our bad times and music, you know, it tells your story. And uh, I've always said like, just from an MC standpoint, and even when I'm trying to mentor young MCs, um, you know, if you can't tell your own story through your rhymes, you probably shouldn't be rhyming. So, you know, I think it's like the storytelling and just being able to express your emotions um, in an effective way, uh, you know, and I think that's the challenge for, uh, that's the challenge for me, like as an artist, that I always want to get my message across and be felt more so than heard. And uh, speaking on those lines, I, I think I, I can't answer that question without throwing a couple of different people in it. But did you say favorite or did you say the best artist of all time? Like, okay. Because it's, it's a difference. Okay. I, I'm going to say your favorite. We can do both. But let's start off, go around the, round the robin on your favorite. And Troy D. Truce has been a fan since 96, All Eyes on Me. Um, was my Uncle Perry's favorite album, and I've been in love ever since. My favorite is Hove, but True is still in rotation legacy. So let's go around the horn on favorite. Well, and, and he says he's only 31. Well, shout out, shout out to TJ. Shout out to TJ. So, okay, and it's Tuesday. So um, Tupac Tuesday every week. And, uh, you know, Tupac, his legacy still lives on. Uh, his music, again, he's filled with emotion. I mean, you could really feel the emotion in his voice, like when he was getting some of his points across. Um, so I would say Tupac is probably the most influential MC and like probably my favorite. Uh, I would say I agree with TJ. I think Hove is the GOAT. Okay, so so Tupac is your favorite and Hove is the best. Is that what you're saying? Is that your answer? Yeah. Finally? And I mean, and now is like right there too okay can, oh true i'm supposed to be calling you true um favorite <laughs> is tupac did i miss it me yeah you yeah. back to you my, my favorite is tupac and your final answer on your best you gotta give a final answer ah uh, man it's, a, it's for me it's a toss between hope hope and nas Okay, Hove and Nas. Vince Black, tell us tell us about your kind of, you know, well, you can just go into favorite and best since I know this is going to take a while for everybody. Uh, it's a debate. Yeah, I mean, 
Let's see. Uh, yeah, I, I got to give it to Hov. You know, I, I hate that everybody said now it's going to seem like I'm riding a bandwagon, but, you know, I had a reasonable doubt thing, and I was there. I felt it. I tasted it, you know, and um, even though, you know, it, at that time, he wasn't popular, you know. He wasn't the Jay-Z that everybody know now, so I was on him like, you know, people would listen to Master P and different stuff like that, and no, no disrespect, I listened to some P stuff, some No Limit, but... You know, Hove was, he was speaking some other stuff on Reasonable Doubt. And I remember just a certain time in my life where, you know, it was, it was talking to me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going with Jay-Z. That's, you know, that's what, I, that's, that's what I feel. And I he held us down for so many summers. And, you know, now he's a billionaire, all that stuff. So when you look at the whole totality of everything, his whole body of work. But, you know, there's a lot of honorable mentions. Like, you know, you got the Nas, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just kind of just saying so many people big and, you know, Pac definitely, Pac probably is the most um, influential rapper of all time, you know what I'm saying? So you got to give him his flowers too, but for me, I would say favorite and best is Hov, you know? Yeah. So he's favorite and best for you? Yeah, he was my favorite because I've been screaming that for the longest, you know, um, like I said, when it was, I was, you know, when it wasn't fashionable to be a Jay-Z fan, I was, you know. So, and I give Method Man, I'm giving him a shout out too. Method Man kind of, you know what I'm saying, influenced a lot of us who was rapping. You know, we got a lot of different rappers. So, but best and favorite, I'm going to say, was whole. Yeah. Alrighty. So, this is the Tyrion Lamb Show, season eight, episode number 14. We are speaking with 16 Bars Productions this evening. And Troy says 22 twos. Yeah, on Reasonable Doubt. It's Jigger. Taught us how to rhyme. Um, Felicia. Your favorite and the best. Okay, I'm going to break up the monotony. My favorite is Vanilla Ice and... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay, my favorite, um, Sean Carter. Got to give it to him. Um, and, and the most talented or influential, maybe, maybe not. I'm going to have to give a shout out to Kanye. Mm -hmm. Okay. Chicago. You know who gets slept on a whole lot, like in in the GOAT debate. Um, and I kind of see why, but like LL. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was like very underrated, you know, because I think when he came out, when he came out, especially when in 87, when like the Bad Album came out and he was doing I Need Love and then he went off into the TV show and he was doing commercials. He was labeled a sellout for doing all that stuff. And people kind of tried to, you know, throw him away. But it's like now when you look at, you know, what what rap careers are made of, you know, everybody wants their own clothing line. They want to be on TV. They want to be in movies, you know. And uh, he was one of the first people to do it. And, and on his Walking with the Panther album, if you if you can remember, Black, he was talking about drinking Don P and with the bear drugs and doing all that stuff and then here come biggie and them later on talking yeah. about and his but you know he was no. he called uh, you know no. he took the ass for that and uh you know the the next generation like really saw the flowers from the city that he now planted let's keep it real we gonna keep it clean um ll definitely probably he was the coolest dude like back in that day you know what i'm saying you had run dmc you had a lot of other people curtains blowing them but when L hit it, like, you know what I'm saying? Especially when he's in, like, uh, Crush Groove and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
man, it's like, man, LL was the man. You know what I'm saying? I'm keeping it real. Back in that day, right. LL was the man. He was going against Cool Mo D and all them, but he was the man. That's who you want to be like. Right. LL man for sure. So that's a good point, bro. So, you know, I think, I think the, the, the sex symbol label might have hindered him a little bit. He wasn't mm. quite Will Smith, but he was, you know, because he kind of got slammed a little bit too for being commercial. But LL, he definitely was and still is that dude. For sure. Okay, so LL comes in there with right under the, right under the buzzer. Right. Um, we've got honorable mention to Rakim too. Like he had a, a, a stint where he was the man, you know, yeah. and I, like the lyrical, lyrical content, he was the bar that MCs were measured against, you know, for a long time and still is to a certain yeah. extent, you know, with a lot of hip hop purists, you know, like they measure his measure, measure your bars against Rakim, see where you stand. And uh, he they don't call him the god MC for nothing. Yeah, my so, man, Jerry just big Rick, uh, oh, just slick. yeah, slick, slick and uh, beat Eddie, yeah. yeah. BD. Oh, but you know who else be like they sleep on too? And I want to give them the props for I'll be seeing on like Drink Champs. They always say Skyface versus Cube, and everybody go with Face. And I, I'm not mad at that, but Cube, he started that whole thing. Like, Cube was like, you know what I'm saying? That West Coast thing. That was Cube, man. They be sleeping on. So you got to kind of throw him in there too. Well, I mean, Cube was probably the best rapper in the world for a year or two, like in the early I 90s. Two years. I give him two years. Yeah. So we've got we've got a couple of honorable mentions, as you guys say, right? Um, in there, yes. Yeah, somebody yeah. said Slick Rick. Came, it, um, Big Daddy Kane came. If he would have came in the '90s, can you imagine if if Big Daddy Kane was on Bad Boy, like when uh, Big and them was on, like you know, because he was smooth too. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, he, he one of my favorites for sure. Yeah. So I was always curious. I was always a little curious. Um, unfortunately, Tupac, you know, his career was cut short as well as his life. But I always, always wondered what direction he would have gone in if he had lived. Because he um, probably would have branched off into more acting because he was in a movie that I think came out after he passed away. Was it Bullet? I think it was. Yeah. So I always wondered what direction his career uh, would have taken. Let me ask another question. Let me ask another question. This is my show. I'm going to ask another question. Favorite female rapper or best female rapper of all time. Surprise! Ding, 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 ding. Well, that's an easy one for me. I mean, I, I go Kim, like Lil' Kim. That's I'm, going, I'm going light. I think I'm going MC light. I'm going light. That's my first choice. I got to start going through the mental roller decks, but I'm going MC light first off the bat. Cause I remember them times seeing Cha 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 video oh. back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, you know, that was a whole vibe right there. Yeah, she uh, she raised the bar with, without a doubt. Yeah, light. I mean, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a slew of female artists, but I mean, usually the top three, you know, you get a Kim, a Light, and maybe a Lauren. You know what I mean? In different order, depending on on who you ask. Yeah. Somebody has a vote for Missy Elliott. Yeah, I was gonna say it's that not. Is... If, when you first asked that question, I was thinking, oh, that's easy, but it really isn't because you do have the Missies. You have um, um, Lil Kim, of course. 
MC Light, but Nicki Minaj, Fox. you know, you can't speak on her. Yeah, Fox was cold. Left Eye was cold. Eve. Eve. Oh, yeah. Eve. The future says Tupac had a movement. Nobody had a movement so impactful um, at the time. It happens, and they haven't yeah. since. No, right. Man, like most influential, period. period. Like, period. Absolutely. Argue as if somebody was a better lyricist than him. But as far as people loving Pac, no, nah, nobody's going to love, have much more love than Pac. It's over with. <laughs> right. Now, that's funny that that you say lyrics, um, Black, because that's one of the things about Tupac that I that what I was thinking of. I didn't really want to go there. He would sometimes, he would kind of recycle his lyrics a little bit. And that's why I kind of wondered how how much would he have progressed as an artist. He definitely would have been around as an entertainer, be it in movies or writings, because he, you know, could write. And um, I, I wondered how far the rap career would have, if it would have sustained. Well, something I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Something that was interesting to me that I found this out, you know, so we learn so much about people like after they pass away. But they said that Pac wrote so fast, like in the studio, like, you know, you play the instrumental one time and, you know, he's he's written the song already. Um, maybe, you know, you and it's with most of us when we get older, life slow down a little bit. Maybe he take his time a little bit more. I think Pac was writing like he knew he was running out of time. And uh, he just, he wanted to make sure he left his legacy. Um, so I think he was just speeding through through life at the time. And I think, you know, you get a little bit older, maybe you slow down, you take your time a little bit more with things, um, you know, cause I think his talent was so uh, broad, you know, from acting, writing to poetry, to everything else. I'm, I'm sure he would have, he would have branched out and become, you know, become great like in his second or third career you know depending on how long he wanted to you know remain in the music uh industry okay so we got four more minutes give or take a few minutes this is the taryn lamb show season eight i know 45 minutes goes fast and this show is usually guys 30 minutes but since we had three people on i wanted to give a little bit more time the taryn lamb show season eight episode number 14 we've been doing this since before covid um, and this show tells me that we're gonna have these guys and lady back on again because music and we started this show it's just saying music brings us all together right um i myself only know the lyrics to jesse's girl and working nine to five but <laughs> music brings us all together because everybody knows those i bet you everybody on here knows the lyrics to those two songs at least jesse's girl jesse's girl i know everybody, jesse's girl rick springfield rick springfield everybody knows the lyrics to jesse's girl so Music brings us all together. So I'm gonna definitely have these guys back on here. And uh, Felicia, same. All of us, we need to have this little, uh, whatever this is called, rectangle, back together again. We can have a post show. We can have a post show after the show to review how it went. But I I'm wanna gonna try to things. I wanna One is something, so we're gonna get to all the event. I want everybody to, um, I wanna get to the <laughs> event, but, this is going to tell you who watches the show. These, this is the question. Has nothing to do with anything except for Felicia might know this. Vince, I know you have no idea. And I know True already knows it. I'm like the crazy cat lady. So every show I end with this question because we know about curiosity and we know about cats. 
curiosity, the cat. What are you curious about, Felicia? I, I am curious about my future. I'm making a big move at the end of the year, and I'm curious how that's going to go. Vince Black. Um, I would just say I'm curious about, you know, you know how my kids are going to turn out. Because for me, I feel like I live my life, you know, not saying it's over. I still got a lot of life to live, but I'm very blessed and content, you know, with everything. And I got, you know, I'm very grounded with everything, you know. So I would say, like, how my kids are going to turn out. That's probably what I'm most True. Yeah. I'm curious um, about uh, what is going to be the result of our performance Monday night. I mean, I, I know I'm very confident in what we bring into the table, but I'm just curious to see what opportunities present themselves uh, in the future for 16 bars and how, how far we could take it because the vision that we have is large scale. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, how, how the chips fall and like how the stars align and uh, what, what opportunities we're presented with uh, as a result. Alrighty, and is the is it on YouTube? So if you're reading the show, Troy, yes, it's on YouTube. I have the channel on YouTube. I am Taryn Lamp. We are gonna definitely come back with some more. And if you'd like to be on the show, please make sure you get a hold of me. If you know any of these guys, then they know how to get a hold of me. If you'd like to be on the show, please get a hold of me. I'd love to have you on the show. But we're definitely gonna have another music show. I feel like this is kind of for me just saying how music does bring us all together even if everybody doesn't know the lyrics to nine to five. Um, so I'm going to end. I want to let Felicia end us with details of the show and where it's at, what people need to know, when they should be there. I want all the deets of the show. If you could share that with us, Felicia. Okay, so the 16 bars production, uh, hip hop 50th anniversary, tribute performance is going to be the 13th of november that's monday eight o'clock p.m we recommend arriving early is seven uh the address is 1701 west roosevelt road that is in broadview the venue is called the view and it's going to be fire it really is i i yes and it's free <laughs> And it's free. Absolutely. Oh, and, it, and, it, and it's free, free which is shame, but it, it, it's free. And what, For I, now. And I just want to give, you know, I've been giving these guys a lot of praise, but I was telling Ken the other night, what has impressed me um, um, more than anything is the unit that we have now, the dedication. People showing up for practice on time, wanting to go over the, the material over and over on Sunday. You know, we were wrapping up and Juices is like, no, we got to go one more time. And they went one more time. Uh, the DJ, the fact that the DJ kind of came in, I won't say save the day, but he kind of saved the, our performance a little bit because we were having issues with bands and all that stuff. The dedication um, has been inspiring to me. It actually encouraged me to really... Um, focus and hone in more because I was getting a little disappointed with some of the ups and downs we were going through as well. And I really attribute um, these two guys for um, keeping me engaged, challenging me a little bit, helping me get back focused because, you know, I'm, I'm 
sometimes I get unfocused. So I love these guys. Well, I love them and you too. Hello, nephew. How are you? Thank you so much for joining. This is the Taryn Lamb Show, you guys. Season eight, episode number 14. We are going to have these guys and lady back for a post show. And we've learned a little lesson that music brings us all together. So please make sure you are liking, following, sharing, subscribing, all that stuff on YouTube at I am Taryn Lamp. And on Apple Podcasts, this show will be on Apple Podcasts. The um, audio version on Apple Podcasts at the Taryn Lamp Show. Please be good to yourself and each other. Thank you, Taryn. Flip side. See you at the view. Bye-bye.